This is the Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries in Bentonville, Arkansas. I am not in Bentonville, Arkansas. I'm still on the road uh, out in California, seeing our brothers out here, uh, part of Influencers Bakersfield and Influencers Central Coast, and actually in... uh, where am I? Fraser Park? Is that where we are? That's where we are. <laughs> Fraser Park in California. Up in the mountains, there's actually snow on the ground, which is pretty uh, interesting for end of March. But uh, I'm actually at an event called Solely Business, which you guys have probably heard us talk about before. But I wanted to drill into a little bit about what that is. And I got two of the leaders here who are leading this, this uh, event this weekend. So I've got... Ben McKnight, and I've got Kevin Silverberg, and these are two leaders in uh, Influencers Bakersfield. And uh, so uh, I'll start with you, Ben, since you're to my left, but why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in Influencers for starters, and then we'll get into solely business. All right. So my name is Ben McKnight, and uh, in the workplace, I'm an attorney, and I'm a father of of three, um, been married for 38 years. And I've been involved in influencers um, since its inception in Bakersfield. And it's been probably 15 years. Les Pierce, probably a lot of you people have heard of him, about 17 years ago, gathered men together and said, what's the number one pressing need we have in ministry? And it was providing an opportunity for men to grow in an abiding relationship with Jesus Christ. And mm-hmm. at that point, we didn't have much going for men. Most of the men's activities were not, they were, how, how are the Dodgers going? And, um, you know, kind of small talk. Everyone was okay. Everyone's good. Mm-hmm. So this uh, influencers allowed us to get into deep personal relationships, walk together in our faith, to encourage one another, to build one another up, and to grow in just that, what we call an abiding relationship with Jesus. And so I jumped in when Les asked me to. And started doing journey groups and leading journey groups and saw amazing, incredible life transformation um, of men. Saw marriages restored, saw families healed, and saw men grow to love Jesus. And so out of that, years later, Solely Business was born, um, or we, we got connected with that. And I saw things happen in just a very short time, very you know, 40 hours that just blew my mind. It was amazing to see men come up to the mountain, many of them broken, many of them not knowing Christ or having any relationship with him. And by the end of the weekend, celebrating the freedom they found in Christ, celebrating the, the new birth, grabbing a brother and give him a hug and tell him they loved him and going back to their families and being a positive influence and, and drawing them to Christ also. So I, I, every solely business I go to, I am absolutely blown away and amazed what happens. And it's one of the most powerful tools from my perspective that influencers does as far as it's a, it's a gateway to get men into a discipleship journaling or um, journey program. And it's just highly effective. So, 
Um, that's my experience with Soli. Yeah. Oh yeah, and we'll get more in, we'll get more into Soli. I, I appreciate that, Ben. Um, Kevin, tell about yourself and your history with influencers. You bet, uh, Kevin Silverberg, and I'm a recovering superintendent of a public school system. Retired uh, two years ago, and uh, and served uh, public schools for about 38 years. But um, my, my journey into a lot of this started 15 years before in that Les and myself and two others met for a number of years just uh, at a restaurant on Wednesdays. And we had uh, basic questions that uh, we gave each other a license to. We always referred to it as we were grooming our pallbearers. Hmm. And uh, so uh, we beca- we stayed friends for many, many years, but it came upon one, I'll never forget, one Wednesday when we broached the topic of, are we too inclusive? Are we, uh, we've been together for 15 years and should this be the same? And for a lot of people, that's true. They should stay together for a long time, but God prompted us. God prompted us to blow it up mm. and say no more. And it wasn't but a year and a half, two years later that the beginnings of uh, the journey started and uh, the rest is history. So, uh, you know, uh, we've been on a, a, a great uh, ride in Bakersfield. God's blessed the ministry and some amazing things have happened. Um <coughs> that God is blessed and the fruition is like Ben said, the 48 hours up on a mountaintop that men call a timeout and that's what they're doing right now. And so um, that's my perspective. And Mm. I was one of the guys that went back East and witnessed what was going on back East Mm -hmm. to bring it back to California. And the seeds were planted back there and nurtured here, and it grew into something very, very special. Well, it's so cool to have both you guys here since you've been here in the very beginning of watching this, because everyone out there who's been to like one of our summits has met the Bakersfield guys, and they they just can tell there's something special going on in Bakersfield, a lot, a lot of energy and special things. But uh, the way I understand the story was um, there was a guy named Stephen Rolston who was a builder in Canada who was a builder, a friend of Ron Froelich's, and he invited Ron to go to this event called Solely Business in Atlanta. It started in Atlanta with some business guys who wanted to give men a 48-hour encounter with Jesus Christ. And because one of the founders had had experienced that at a time when he was all about money and success and business and God rocked his world. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to share that experience with other men. And so uh, I guess Ron might have brought less with him or maybe the second time, I can't remember, but uh, they thought it was an amazing model and a great format and thought this would be a great on-ramp to journey groups because you know there's some men that would never sign up for a nine-month process Mm -hmm. but they might go to a weekend deal you know um you know especially if they don't know christ at all they're like i'm not ready for discipleship so so fill in the gaps on the story a little bit there anything more that i missed on how this all got started ben you know well so i think that i think that there's a couple key points one is ron frolick and just uh, listeners, so they know, just on Thursday, we did a celebration of life for Ron Froelich. That's right. Ron's exactly my age. We're both 62 years old. And Ron, until he was 48, 
was very successful in a, as a businessman. But when he found Christ, he became significant for the kingdom. Mm. And Ron, when he became a Christian, he went all in. He went 100% all in and decided that um, living for Christ and influencing men was the purpose of his life. And so what an honor just last Thursday to, to celebrate his life. Um, he's, he's with the Lord now. But I think in that first meeting, as I understand it, um, the one in Canada, Les, went also, and another gentleman named Mel Atkinson went. And those three men God used to um, take a hundred men to Atlanta for free mm. over over uh, several years. Yeah, they paid their flight they paid their and their flight, registration fee. Everything. Just, yeah, just so they could experience, so they could bring it back to California. Exactly. Right? Yeah. They, invested yeah. in, they invested their time, talent, and treasure in men to for them to catch the vision of what can happen in men's ministry and then bring solely business back to California. I, I'm forever indebted for them. And in my heroes of the faith, those men stand very, very <laughs> high because they they had the uh, initiative, they followed the Lord's leading, and they gave of themselves to to make this happen. And so I'm blessed just to have known them and to, uh, to have a small role alongside them. Mm. Well, and I, I experienced it first time when I first became executive director and uh, I got to go up to Canada. I was in Canada uh, with uh, met Stephen Rolston, the guy that that knew Ron and Les and I and Rocky went up there. And I was and I was really impressed with just the format and the, the flow. And, and, and I could tell their DNA was so much like our DNA mm -hmm. and the ministry had existed about the same length of time. They started around 2001 as well. So. So, uh, yeah. So I've gotten to go to this is my fourth one to attend. And I, I've a lot of times I thought I was just coming to serve whatever. But I've been blessed as much as anybody just being there. God's met me there. So, Kevin, anything else you would want to add to the beginnings of the Sully business? No, uh, those are the Mount Rushmore guys. Mm -hmm. uh, they are the ones that uh, through a conversation, through uh, an experience, had a vision and be careful about those visions. They can they can uh, have some fruit. And that's what I would say is that the fruit of Ron's life was very evident. Mm -hmm. uh, his entire family went through a complete change. And through this ministry, hundreds, if not thousands of men have uh, changed the direction of their life and completely turned toward the father and their families and what's their purpose in life. And so that fruit has just been evident and Benny and I are lucky. We we are the ones standing and looking at the crowd and to see the transformation of men on Friday afternoon to Sunday afternoon uh, is quite incredible. And uh, so it's it's uh, the fruit continues. And as we speak right now, the fruit is just amazing and, and going forward. Well, let's try to help uh, the listeners understand what is a solely business conference. You know, kind of who's who's who comes, uh, how many people come, what's the format, just so they kind of know a little sure, bit more about it. Sure, it's uh, it's uh, registration happens months before, and it's sold out the very week that it's uh, it opens. Um, we have as many hosts as we do first time brothers who come. Um, 
It's 48 hours, starts at uh, Friday at noon. Mm -hmm. And there are seven speakers that speak through the weekend mm -hmm. that touch on things like uh, priorities, touch on things like faith at work uh, and servanthood um, and being a servant leader. And uh, the culmination, of course, is the, the cross, the resurrection, and finishing well. Mm. And uh, many of the speakers are brothers that are here in Bakersfield. We brought speakers in. Uh, Costa Rica will be this weekend, and we brought them in from Arkansas all over. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the format is there is a time for the brothers to to hear a speaker, a topic, we focus in on the topic, and then we move into um, a speaker, and the speaker gives us um, the mindset of how does that apply to our life? Mm -hmm. We do that through a journal time, through a group time, and now what they're experiencing as we speak right now in alone time, we're up in a forest, and it's a time to, to walk and talk with God. And the way Benny explained it today was, how often do we go and listen? Mm. We do an awful lot of talking to God. This is an opportunity to listen. Mm. So uh, through the course of speakers, through the course of quiet time journaling, and also an opportunity for the brothers to share with others their story. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's a very dynamic time that um, many guys share things they haven't shared with anyone in their life, including their wives. And uh, they're very transparent. And, uh, and it's a very special time and very meaningful. The culmination on Saturday night is with a cross ceremony. Mm -hmm. They have an opportunity to nail on that cross things that are keeping them from growing in the Lord. Mm. And uh, it's uh, a ceremony that many leads that um, with those things are, are um, done away with at that ceremony. And a, and a lot of we've had uh, 30 to 40 men except Christ in, in those sessions. Mm. And uh, they really understand the depth of their sin and that the, the sin has been taken away by the cross. So that's what we have to look forward to tonight. And, mm -hmm. and then we send them down the hill. <laughs> and the beauty of what happens is it's just an on-ramp for discipleship in our journeys, yeah. uh, journey groups. So it's not just an up-on-the-mountaintop experience. We really plug them into those journey groups that meet midweek. And that's key. I, I usually describe it as it's a taste of intimacy with with the father and then the journey helps them understand how to walk with him daily and keep that intimacy going. Right. You know? And so, so Ben, uh, there's about, they, they call them first time brothers. If they are the first time right. they come, there's usually around 60 or 70 of those guys. And then there's at least equal number of, of guys who've been before who serve those guys. Right. right. Tell, talk about that dynamic. So it's, it's one of the uh, amazing things is the, in order to be a host, which is a returning um, brother, we call them, they have to have attended and they pay the same amount as the first time attenders. They volunteer their time and their weekend to come up here and that sells up, sells out rapidly also. The men love coming up here and serving. Mm. And Kevin and I led a time um, 
on Friday morning, asking them why they came back to serve and what was their experience when they came to their first Sully. And tears were flowing. Hearts were just overflowing also as far as the, what the Sully business experience had meant to these men and why they wanted to give back because they felt so loved. They felt accepted and they felt like they belonged. And I think one of the key atmospheres that we try to create is for men to feel loved and accepted and welcomed. And guys reach out from everything from carrying their bags as they pull in um, to parking their vehicle for them to we have people at the table to get them anything they need from from a soft drink to a piece of candy or they forgot a towel, people are taking care of that or shampoo, whatever it might be. We want to create an atmosphere where their sole focus is on hearing from the Father. And we know that the Holy Spirit is alive and well and he's working these men's life. I think that something Kevin said I'd like to just um, follow up on is the speakers that we have, they're transparent, they're raw, and they always speak in the first person and tell their story. We do not preach. Um, we don't try to fix people. We let men who we selected tell their story of how God has worked in their life. And then we let the Holy Spirit speak to these men as they reflect in quiet, as they journal, as they share at the table, because we believe the Holy Spirit can communicate much more effectively than we can. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just amazing how guys pick up nuggets, how they pick up something from the speakers. But more than anything, in those times of quiet, there's just a time of reflection where they hear from the Father, now not in an audible voice, but just in their soul of how much God loves them, how much God cares for them, and some pivot points that they may need to be, may be making in their life. And, you know, the, the speakers, we had a speaker just last night. He's only been a believer for a couple of years. And he shared how two and a half years ago, his wife had told him to get the F out. Mm. And um, he, he was addicted to drugs and alcohol. He was living for himself, destroying his family. And he shared how he found that transformation in a surrender to Christ. And he read a, he read a letter from his wife as he was coming up here this weekend of her just joy at the man he is now. And real life transformation a lot of our speakers are its kind of raw, but it's authentic and it's transparent. And I think that atmosphere uh, is just amazing because, you know, men aren't used to being able to share that openly. A lot, there's not too many environments where they feel the freedom to let down and be the authentic and be themselves. And they, we create that environment. You know, the purpose of Sully Business is create an environment where the Holy Spirit can speak and men can hear his voice. And that happens. And you guys have been doing, it started in Atlanta, but Atlanta, what I love about these guys is, is it's a lot like us. They're very organic and they're not trying to own everything. They, they care about the DNA, just like we care about the DNA of the journey, but they're very open-handed about, they've been very supportive of you guys doing it here, which is Kevin Laddie and Larry Green and all those great guys in Atlanta. Um, but uh you guys have been doing it about four years now, I guess, here. Um, and I'm sure, so that's hundreds of men that have come up this mountain and experienced this thing. Any any key stories that stick out, you know, as far as just things that happened 
in, that you can think of. I know there's been tons and, and you hear them because guys will be telling them in conversations and all that. You hear stories. Well, just lunchtime today, um, Kevin and I sat down with a young man who was 22 years old, who had a just a, a abusive and and distant relationship from his own earthly father, a very, very difficult with his earthly mother. And uh, he came up to Soli a year ago. And he had accepted Christ. He had the most amazing insights into the Father's love and that the acceptance he had from the Heavenly Father. As he was sharing, tears were in my eyes, is this, this 23-year-old young man truly knew his identity was in Christ and truly knew that even though he had what I would consider a horrible upbringing, that he had found hope and peace with the Heavenly Father. And this young man is radically changed. He came back to serve this weekend because he said, I want people to know and see what I got and that they can have a relationship with the Heavenly Father. And it blew me away, but there's a story after story like that that I've experienced when I've been involved in solely. And 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 it's such a great thing because the guys are just inviting their they're inviting their friends. They're just shoulder tapping their friends and and you hear stories of guys said, I almost turned around and I, I just I didn't want to go. I was scared. I wasn't sure what it was. And and then somehow they got here and then and then amazing things happen. Now they're back serving, you know. Mm-hmm. So Kevin, any any stories or yeah, any- I I really love the the um where a father uh goes out on a risk and invites his son. Uh, where there hasn't been restoration or a friend invites a friend or a brother invites a brother. We have these physical relationships on earth that are just strained from family issues that go back forever. And and I love seeing in the middle of Soli, uh, both of them realizing that um, they're both sinners saved by grace and um, we've seen some pretty amazing uh, father-son restorations that uh, just you, you can't put a price on it. Um, so uh, we, we should have a pile of rocks somewhere <laughs> with miracles uh, because it's just miracle after miracle as to who's here, what happens to them, what they do, the reproduction by multiplication, not addition. And it just um, is, like I said, we should have a big old pile of rocks somewhere that gives tribute to God and all the miracle things that happen. And uh, um, the ones I enjoy the most are the family relationships that are restored right in front of our eyes, which we say over and over changes not only those men, but generations. Yes. And goes on and on and on. We've, had them this weekend where somebody took action and uh, it changed not only his family, but his uh, kids Mm -hmm. and his kids and now even his kids. And so it just goes on generationally. Well, you know, even in all the journey groups I've led and even at the Solis I've been to, marriage is under attack. And and there's always stories of guys that are having issues in their marriage. And, And I've seen it at these kind of events where it's always their wife, if she would just change, if she would just be more understanding. 
And then by the after God melts their heart, they own it and they, they decide they want to go back and be a servant leader to their wife. I, I mean, you, I know you guys have seen. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I was at a, a well, Friday morning, we had a guy who was sharing how first time he came up to Soli, he was convicted deep in his heart that he had not been the husband he should have been. And you know, we have a rule. You're not supposed to have a cell phone and, and, and use it up here. He spent eight hours that night on the cell phone with his wife, confessing his sin, asking for forgiveness and taking steps to rededicate and uh, renew his vows with his wife mm. as he left the mountain. And he's back up here now. And, you know, that happened years ago when he came to Soli. Now he's on the host team serving. And just one more story of uh, God speaking to a man, man through through time alone and a time out where he can reflect and see what's going on in his life. And then him having the boldness and the courage and the strength through the Holy Spirit to go back and, and make those amends, ask for forgiveness and seek to rebuild his relationship, you know, through God. And, you know, when the husband becomes a, a believer, frequently we see the wife and children and we see that over mm. and over and over again for the men that, they go down from the mountain from Soli or who are involved in, in journey groups. When they find faith, they bring their whole family frequently to faith. Mm. Well, you know, I've, I've heard Rocky say a lot of times, he said, we don't really know why the journey works. It just works. You know, we don't, we haven't That's quite right. figured out exactly why, but it just, it was a gift from God. And I think, I think the founders of Soli would say the same thing. They were just experimenting with a model and it just happens to work. You know, it was from the Lord and, uh, and I really do think there's kind of a loose partnership between Soli and influencers now. I mean, you guys definitely, it's like part of your ministry idea, right? right? It's right. You do how many a year now, Kevin? Uh, four. You're up to and, four. And the, the, the board is really committed to, um, we have three regional areas around. And if you look at our attendance, a lot are coming from three different areas but only solely in one. And we're probably in the next two years going to have four solis in these other areas uh, on the central coast of California and in the mountains above Bakersfield is a town called Tehachapi. So it's going to, it's going to move up there. They have the capacity, they have the ability to do this. And with the support of a sister next door, with Bakersfield, then uh, we can make that happen. But um, it's it's going to explode, and and the need's never going to go away, unfortunately. <laughs> so what what do you guys see that you know? I, I know there's the benefit of of a fishing pool for you know a way to introduce people to Christ and introduce people to intimacy and all that, which is an obvious. But what about for the existing influencers community? Doesn't it kind of fortify the community or, or get them closer? as they're living it out together, as they're serving and all that, as an add-on to the journey, I think. A way to live it out. Ben, what do you think? Yeah, so for me, I, I was just reminded at um, Ron Froelich's memorial service on Thursday. I was going in with my wife, and I said, these are my solely brothers. These are these are my brothers. Mm. who I've, you know, I've labored on the mountain with them. We've grown closer than I could imagine. And when we come up and do the solely, it's all hands on deck and everyone's, you know, it's, it's a servant leadership model. And, and these guys just get so, 
I, I formed bonds with them that, that I can't even describe, but it just reminded me at that memorial service. These are my solely brothers that were there and just the, the hugs and the, uh, you know, unspoken word. We, you know, we all knew what we were thinking about, you know, the experiences we shared with Ron and with our other brothers here. And just, um, I think that's part of the, uh, reason why other influencers groups should think about it as solely because it's, a uh, it's an intense time of bonding, intense time of fellowship, and you're all working toward one common goal to create an environment for men to hear from, from their father, and from the Holy Spirit, undistracted. And when, when that happens, God does amazing things. And as the host team, just like you said, we get blessed just as much as the guys are, who are mm-hmm. the first time attenders. Oh, yeah. And, you know, having that one purpose is amazing. Well, and I don't know if this would be accurate, but I thought of this this weekend, that in the journey, we teach a man how to abide in Christ. It's solely you show him what it looks like. Mm-hmm. You give him a, you, you demonstrate, you model it over 48 hours, you know, and they get a taste of it. So, well, um, I know Soli's got, they've grown. I mean, they're in Atlanta and I know they're in West Virginia. I'll be at one next month in West Virginia. They got them in Carolinas, uh, Eastern Tennessee, and out here, and I just continues to, to grow, I think. so. Costa Rica. Oh, yeah, Costa Rica. That's right. <laughs> Our own Henry Gutierrez and Ken Lander, they're part of that whole yep. deal. And Ron, Ron Froelich was instrumental in getting that started as yep. well. So, so yeah, I think, it's, I think it's a beautiful story, and I'm excited to see. Uh, we're talking about one day having one back in northwest Arkansas in our area, which could draw from Memphis and Tulsa and Texas. And I think, I think it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. Uh, we're trying to get kind of like you guys sent 100 guys you know, we're trying to get our guys yeah. to go attend and get ready for it, you know. So, well, thank you guys for being my my guest today. Thank you for all you guys have done to help build a good foundation here in Bakersfield. And you're still serving, you know. So we're not ever done, right, till we, right. Till, till he says we're done. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank the guys from Atlanta who came out and helped us. I mean, they came out to the first solely we held. And Larry, you know, I mean, basically the roles that uh, Kevin and I ran or run now those guys came out and did it and they, you know, it was, there's a lot of fine tuning and insights and just, they shared um, freely with, you know, of what they were doing, what worked, what didn't work, but just the spirit was amazing that they would take the time to do that. And it, it was a total blessing and truly they gave away freely to us and it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Ben McKnight, Kevin Silverberg, my guest today. And uh, if you guys want to know more about Solely Business, they have their own website and everything. It's I think it's solelybusiness.org, and it's solely, S-O-U-L-Y, business.org. And you can see all the different retreats available and all that. So, Or you can reach out to us on the website if you want to know more about it as well. So anyway, this has been the Influencers Network podcast. And uh, if you want to know more about the ministry, go to influencers.org. And we'd love to get you into one of these journey groups you heard us talk about. Or we'd love to help you get to a solely business, too, because uh, it's a powerful weekend. So anyway, my name is Brian Craig, Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries. I'm going to keep encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you today.